Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Justine Motherfucking Podcast. And today, as you've seen from the title, we're going to be talking about the inner child, especially, specifically, the um, innocence of an inner child or restoring your innocence. Um, as I was trying to think about the topic that I wanted to talk about today, innocence has been something that's been lingering as a whole anyway. And then I was looking back over some of the episodes that I've done, and I realized that I only had, for the inner child part, I only had two series. I have inner child one, inner child two, and I never used the final piece of inner child, you know, um, like what the actual aftermath is, like healing your inner child and then, you know, what the final piece is once that's done. And because innocence is what it is, it kind of, you know, went hand in hand with this. And I was like, all right, bet this is what, this is the direction I'm gonna go with that. So when it comes to our inner children, right? First off, we got to realize what our inner child is like our inner child in a sense is kind of who we are, but it's deeper than that. Right. We we often look at our inner child as an actual child and not in not the essence of who we are. Right. Inner child and ego go hand in hand, which is a crazy reality, because when I break it down through an episode, you'll see what I'm talking about. But it's a crazy reality because. On one hand, they tell you to heal your inner child. And on the other hand, they tell you to kill your ego. Your inner child and your ego are the same thing. You feel what I'm saying? The reason why the ego is perceived negatively is because the ego is how... The ego is the character or the skin or the mask that you have to wear in this world. So our ego is developed to make us survive. In a sense, give us the attire to, you know, be be presentable in this world, in a sense, right? But our ego is at the expense of our inner child. See, our inner child helps shape our ego because our inner child is the one who explores things and our, and our ego decides, okay, this is something that I want to be associated with. This is something that I don't want to be associated with. But your inner child is, is, the, is the energy that sparks the curiosity to do so. Now... Here's where ego comes in because ego is biased. That's the only difference between innocence and ego. Ego is biased. Innocence is unbiased, right? And developing innocence is when you're able to get to a point of seeing things without bias. Our ego develops, which is a variation of our inner child. Our ego develops based off of duality. You feel me? Innocence is based off of singularity. Our ego is based off a of duality in the sense that we have to look at things as good and bad and associate with a good or bad thing. So that means internally we ourselves have to either view ourselves as good or bad. As black people, this is something that I know for a fact we have to heal collectively because we integrated into a system that gave us a negative poor image of ourselves. So our ego automatically internalizes and operates bad. This is one of the reasons why our culture, the things that you know we find entertainment in, the things that we find entertaining are often very, very destructive. You feel me? It's very, very destructive behavior that we enjoy, which is wild as fuck because like, how can you enjoy destructive behavior if your ego isn't negatively based so it's based off of your poor image so this is why i wanted our poor self-image so this is with us having a poor self-image like that this is why the biggest themes of our community are sex and violence we pride ourselves as a culture um 
I ain't gonna say pride ourselves because it's not everybody, but collective. Nah, fuck that because art imitates reality. And as long as our music is still being supported a certain way, that shows where our ego stands. So I'll look at look at our music, right? Our music is either some gangster shit, some violent shit, or some um, or some over sexualized shit. shit. Either quote unquote love making or getting fucked and pound the fuck out and all the shit or selling drugs and killing motherfuckers. You feel me? That's our when we look at our entertainment as far as movies go. What are our bigger roles? You feel me? Shiesty shit or prostitutes. You feel me? Why didn't Zell have to go crooked before he took it? Why Holly had to white let a white man pop it to get an Oscar? You see what I'm saying? These are the things that have created our ego, but destroyed our innocence in the process. You feel me? But on a grand scheme of that, everything, this happens to everybody. Everybody's ego is affected by the innocence, ultimately, but it all derives from the basis of their inner child being tainted, right? So we have to heal our inner children and get back and restore to restore our innocence. Now, innocence doesn't necessarily mean absolution of guilt. Innocence means you regain your ability to see things as they are, not good or bad, which means that you retain your ego. Alright, but before we dive heavy into that, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore scene underscore underscore. Be sure to check out my website at iamjustseen.com to get all things at the just scene. So all those who tip donate and sponsor the podcast, you are greatly appreciated. So all those who would like to tip donate and sponsor the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the description of the podcast. Not this episode, but the podcast itself. And as always, you know the vibes. That's that for this, and that's this for that. No, Cash App and PayPal are just fine, my bad. And yeah, as, as always, that's the vibes. That's that for this and that's this for that. So we're going to take a quick break and when we come back, we're going to dive into Inner Child Part 3, the restoration of innocence or some shit like that, restoring innocence. Hmm. I like it like that. Inner Child Part 3 or Inner Child 3, the restoration of innocence. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There, you can get all things Just Seen. You want to add a SoForL series to your library? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the markets for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So take a quick peek into my world to see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. And you will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And without further ado, we're going to dive straight into it. And I know in that first piece of the intro, I I said a lot of shit. I said a lot of shit. And I got to stand on it. Those are a lot of claims that I made. And I'm going to make those claims and I'm going to stand on them as I, you know, go through. But first, let's address the innocence of it all. Innocence means that when, let's look at it from this perspective. When a child loses their innocence, right? They gain the ability to see the world from duality. I think that's what we had to start up when it's time to heal our inner children. Because healing our inner child is about not picking a side. That's where the ego comes in. When our when our inner children first faces that trauma, the ego has to step in to try to figure out a way to salvage the situation. Good or bad, right? And make the proper associate connection with this association. 
You feel what I'm saying? So this is what I'm saying. Your inner child and your ego go hand in hand because your ego or your inner child initiates the shit, the curiosity, the shit that, you know, we look at ego as, you feel me, um, a negative thing, but it's really not. Ego is often tied to our desires. Our desires are tied to ignorance. We only we can we only desire that which we do not understand or that which we have not experienced. You feel me? And if the ego is strengthened by our desires, that means in order to get through our desires, we have to experience shit or we have to gain the knowledge about the things that we desire to either eliminate the ignorance, therefore eliminating the de- the desire or acting on it. All right. We're naturally born curious. Children, it's humans. You feel me? We're born in a space where we desire to learn. We desire to absolve our ignorance. Like, imagine that. Naturally knowing you come into a space ignorant and the first thing you want to do is not be ignorant no more. But then in the quest of trying to not be ignorant anymore, you're around motherfuckers who try to encourage the ignorance. Oh, be a child. Stay here. Stay this. Don't, Don't grow up. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't use your ego correctly. You feel what I'm saying? This ego is, yeah, it's like, because we got to look at the duality of ego. Again, like I said, a lot of people only look at the negative side of ego. Nah, ego is you. Ego is who you want to be. You feel what I'm saying? Ego is who you want to be, right? And that comes by way of the, the inner child in you, seeing and observing the world and deciding which things are good for it, which things are bad for it. And your ego along the way decides, hey, this is where I need to be. Or this is where I want to be. Or this is where I have to be. Your ego can be controlled by outside forces that are not, that are not yours, hence the religion. But ego is a very foundational piece because the moment you associate good or bad with a thing and you say, I only want to align with good or I want to only, only align with bad, then you now put yourself in a dual nature, right? To where you're not able to see a totality of a thing. So you're only able to approach it from the ego's perspective, which is the way in which you have associated that. So you don't have innocence. You are tainted by the reality of good or bad. That's what it means to no longer be innocent. You are, you are now tainted by the reality of good or bad because your ego has accepted a side of reality. You feel what I'm saying? Most of us, most of us, most of us do not have the ability to determine our ego or to strengthen our ego. So when we have the moments where our ego pokes out and says, this is where I want to be and this is who I am and that clash happens, it's hard to fight because the ego lets you know that this is a lot of our egos are developed off the people that we have to please. Okay. What does that say for us culturally? It says a lot for us culturally because a lot of us are aiming to please people who are aiming to please oppressors. Oppressors. Again, I always talk about this, right? There's people who don't want to be oppressed and there's people who want to be free. Two totally different people. But the end goal seems the same. You feel me? It looks like freedom, but it's not. Some people just don't want to be oppressed while some people want to be free. And in that, The context is developed is how egos can be developed, because now as you're growing up, developing, depending on what upbringing you're in, depending on what you associate with, will determine how your ego is based, which would determine how your direction of life is catered. 
You dig what I'm saying? When people are in spaces where they're viewing viewing life from the lens of who they had to please and the people that they had to please are trying to fit into a certain space, what do you think your ego is going to develop into? You feel me? This is a transparency moment. This is a moment that I had when I was a kid. Um, and it was a part of that superior inferiority complex type shit, but it was a part of it's, it's ego shit. But the ego was, I have, as a black man, one of my egos is that one of the egos that I have to deal with is the fact that I don't want to be viewed as violent. But as a human, I can't erase the violent side of me because violence is your response to danger. I can't in one breath, you know, try to stop my life. And this is how the ego works because, and how the inner child ties into it. Because in one breath, I don't want to be viewed as an angry black man, but I'm never out of the dangerous situations that make me an angry black man. Not in the sense of growing up in the hood, I mean the world. I could walk outside and the police could just feel like pulling me today and decide you're going to be the motherfucker we run through. You see what I'm saying? Those are the things that have developed our ego. So in that, we now use our ego to create a certain reality that makes us operable in a certain world. You dig what I'm saying? A lot of us in a, in a, in a space, when you lose your innocence, like I said, you pick us up. Everybody does. And I don't think we take the time to actually realize it in our healing process because we'd be so angry and so hurt that we picked a side. Oh, motherfuckers want to play with me like that? Wait till I show my ass. Oh, that's the game. Now your ego has to come out. You need your ego to remind these fools. Like, y'all need to understand that this is who I want to be. Now, the thing about restoring innocence, which relates to this episode, is that when you finally get your innocence restored, like, you have to lose your innocence to get it back to appreciate it. You feel me? Motherfuckers always say, I want to go back to when I was a child, when the world, like, you can, but you can't. Because you can go back to maintaining that innocence, or you can go into returning that innocence, but you can't go back to the innocence that you once had, right? You can't. That'll drive you crazy. People want to forget the shit rather than heal the shit. You feel me? And then we blur the lines of forgiving and forgetting because we swear we forgave a motherfucker when we really just forgot Forgiveness is a whole different reality because you can't forgive. Forgiveness, the inability to forgive is tied to your ego because you're now associating yourself with a particular side of this situation. You dig what I'm saying? I wasn't able to, I use this for breakups because breakups often fuck with our innocence. You feel me? In healing from the breakup, I had to heal my, my inner child in the direction of I had to make sure my ego was straight because my ego picked a side. It was fuck these bitches. My ego picked a side. And it was like the side was catalyzed, but I don't want to hurt no more. So I have a choice, either heal or hurt people. That's it. When people are in a space like, and that's the, that's the sucky part about the ego on the other side. Ego don't give a fuck. Ego does not discriminate. You know why? Because the ego was once innocence and it picked a side. That's it. You know how you always viewed the world optimistically or whatever the case may be? Your ego was going to decide whether you're going to view it pessimistically or continue to see it optimistically. That's your ego. That's not the shit that you need to kill. That's the shit you need to understand. You feel what I'm saying? So when you regain your innocence, you have to go through the process of looking at the world and say, yo, this fucked me up, but now I can look at the world differently. 
which is one of the reasons why we end up saying, you know, fuck all these bitches, because we we have to realize, like, these are the things for me. I'm not going to say for everybody else, but in healing my inner child in this regard, it was like my ego had picked a side. Like I said, it was it was hurt people. And it wasn't hurt people in the sense that I was intentionally trying to hurt people, but that's all that that's all that can happen out of that situation. Because once you pick that side and you remove, once the innocence is gone and the side is chosen, it causes you to view life in a way in which only matters to you. Some can call it narcissism, whatever the case may be. I call it protection and self-preservation by way of the ego, devoid of innocence. You feel what I'm saying? And it's when you're when you're healing and you're deciding that, oh, it's not about good or bad. It's literally about both sides. See, your ego is designed to let you know that one side got hit, the other side didn't, but both sides are still affected. Because now you're putting one side down to pick one side up. And it don't make no sense. It don't make no sense because it's not a reality that's real. Not a reality that's real for you. So as you're moving through and as we move through and navigate through life, our ego constantly picks up and picks sides and shit. And all the ego was supposed to do is guide us to the shit. And now we're supposed to maintain our innocence, say, okay, good or bad. But now, boom. This is one of the reasons why, if you hear me talk, I'm big on the antithesis of a thing. Antithesis helps restore your innocence. Right. And it helps remove your ego or absolve your ego and take away the negative side. Because like I said, your ego picks a side. I had every choice that in that moment, my ego, and then I knew the power of the ego because in those moments at the heartbreak, I had every choice to say, hmm, I can either go good or I can go bad. But it was like, fuck it, because and this is what happens to a lot of men. It was fuck it because. It wasn't supposed to be right. It wasn't supposed to go this way. If women say that this is what they want, if women say that this is what they need and you give it to them and they still fuck with you, that means that these bitches don't know what they want. I'm being dramatic, of course. Right. So I picked that side. That was the side of the ego that I chose. My innocence towards relationships was completely gone. My ability to see it unbiasedly. Like, so every relationship after that, Going into what I saw as a negative way to that, you know, so that was my expectation, which means that was the re reality. Your expectation is often the reality you're going to create. Whether you receive the reality or not, but you're going to try to create the reality according to the expectation. And that's where disappointment comes in because you can't re create a reality towards an expectation. But the expectation comes by way of ego because your innocence is removed because you're picking a side. You see what I'm saying? You're, you're, you're allowing your ego to pick a side for you as to which way you want to be in the situation rather than encompassing all of it or encompassing none of it. You feel me? Ego makes us encompass a piece of it. And it's a piece that caters to only a single, single polarity of who we are. Right? But we'll never understand that until we start to heal our inner child and make the connection. Right? And they'd be like, yo, take your inner child and do something exhilarating. Go on a trip. Go do this in a third. The way in which you stimulate your inner child, it doesn't have to. You really don't even have to spend money for real, for real. The way you in which you stimulate your inner child is to absolve ignorance. Look for shit you don't know. Nobody wants to learn anything new. You know why? Because it changes their ego. A lot of motherfuckers right now are comfortable who, have, who they have created themselves into ego-based imagine if you had created this person this version of yourself out of innocence not out of ego ego is the world did this to me 
Now, this is who I'm going to be for it. And it's like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, when you live in a space where you're constantly betrayed, you're constantly damaged, you're constantly disrespected, this, that, and the third, you build your ego according to that so you can prepare for the world in all ways. Like, in the last episode, um, last Sofrel Conversations, I was talking about how, um, in phylogeny, I was talking about, you know, having friends as women and things of that nature. But it's like, when your ego won't let you have that, then what? You feel what I'm saying? You have to create the reality that makes you see certain things. When I became the womanizer, is because my ego kept picking a side of being a womanizer because it's tied to people pleasing. Like I said, misogyny becomes is the competition of men and becomes the hatred of women by, by proxy because our egos are created in a misogynistic way to hate women. From the jump, we're given a choice, either be a mama's boy or not. And if you are a mama's boy, you a punk, you soft, you gay. If you're not a mama's boy, you tough, you rough, you rugged, you strong. We pick the side right there. Rather than having the innocence to say, as a full person, can I love my mama and not? And be in space and operate both ways. So you pick a side. And unfortunately for us as men, the side that we pick is the side that hates women. And it goes from there. And now our ego now leads us into situations where we're constantly doing things that strengthen the ego. So I'm going to keep listening to the music that says these bitches ain't shit. I'm going to keep affiliating myself with the friends who don't take women seriously and don't take relationships seriously. I'm going to keep involving myself in situations that have to have that aha moment where, oh, I need to change. No, you need to regain your innocence so your ego can be put to rest. Let me not say put to rest. I keep saying don't kill it, but so you contain your ego. And control it because your ego needs innocence returned. Now, when your innocence is returned and you, when your innocence is returned, your ego becomes attacked and now your ego is healthy because now your ego is like, I'm not picking on both sides, both sides. I'm not picking a side. I'm understanding how to maneuver through both sides and use both sides well. Case in point, you already know where I'm going to go next with this. Hence the title of the podcast, Profane Profundity. Life has done a lot to me, y'all. Like, I don't know, sympathizing shit. Don't feel bad for me. Don't feel sorry for me. But in healing the shit that life has done to me, it created, it brought me back in singularity. I don't know what it does for everybody else. I can't explain what it did for everybody else. But for me, it split me into either a profane motherfucker or a profound motherfucker. I'm one of the two. Well, my ego is into, like, my ego is going to gravitate towards one of these motherfuckers. And I'm going to be real profane with you. And it's going to come off like, damn, this motherfucker is evil. You feel me? He does not give a fuck. Or I'm going to be real profound with you. And it's like, I can sit and listen to you for days. But I got to merge the two. Because I don't want you to sit and listen to me for days. There's times I want you to get the fuck out of my face. You feel what I'm saying? But at the time, at the same time, there's some shit that I need you to listen to for days. But you can't listen to it unless you can hear it this a certain, a certain way. You feel me? So in regaining my innocence, the profane profundity is there. It's like, so now this is one of the dual natures of myself that it helps me find that balance within my ego. I don't pick a side anymore. You feel me? Am I going to be the profane motherfucker who, you know, people fuck with, they laugh at my jokes, they they can they feel down I'm down to earth. My profane side is the down to earth side. My profound side is the up in the cloud side. So I have to merge the two because I can't I learned that I can't be up in the clouds all the time. I tried it. I tried it. You feel me? What Jay said, what Jay said, he said, I used to rap like common sense and I sold five million. I ain't rap like common sense. I could do it, <laughs> but should I have to? No, because that takes away from the essence. So now that's 
when that happens, when I don't have my innocence in regards to that, I'm now taking away half of myself. I don't think we understand what happens when our inner children gets damaged and we don't restore it. We lose half of ourselves. Imagine. And this is why we end up saying, you know, and I was just talking about this in the previous episode. This is why we end up saying, yo, I need to find my better half. Like your significant other is your better half. No, they're not. They're the catalyzation of the other half that is you. They're supposed to bring out that other half, which means that your ego has to be involved. But you're so busy trying to kill it that you're not trying to understand that you're supposed to merge two sides together as one. You feel me? So when you have your initial innocence as a child before the world fucks you up, like you feel what I'm saying? You or the, not even gonna say the world fucks you up, but the world does what it does to you to make your ego pick a side. Now you have to go back to that other side. The side that you pick, I'm gonna say this. It is not wrapping it up. We still got a long ways to go. I'm gonna say it like this. When you pick your ego side, that's the easiest side for you. When the world damages you or whatever happens to you, your ego loses its innocence. When you lose your innocence and your ego steps in and you pick that side, you pick the side that's easiest to you. Not the side that's hardest. It's natural. It's the, it's the natural rhythm of, of humanity. It, you're going to pick the flow, the path of least resistance. So when we think, oh, this is what the world became. This is what the world made me. It made, it made you the easiest version of yourself. Sit with that shit. Don't brag about that shit. That was something I used to brag about. Like, you feel me? Fuck that. I don't give a fuck no more. The motherfuckers like this. It, it was the easiest part of me to do. Pro, the profane side of me is my easiest side. But that does not necessarily mean that's not that's a fruitless side. So the easiest side you take does not necessarily mean it's a fruitless side. But I'm letting you know that that's the easiest route for you to go. Which is a higher expression because if that shit is hard for you. You're a powerful motherfucker because the other side of your ego, the other side of your ego is that much stronger. But you you're not built for it because the side in which you took is your comfort. Because, again, it goes back to your ego and how you're able to please people. You dig what I'm saying? In addition to my profane side, it doesn't necessarily mean like like the cussing side. That's not all like my profane side is very vivid. My profane side is very graphic. My profane side is all of that. Like profanity just doesn't mean cussing. It is the side of me that has no restrictions. My profound side has restrictions because I can't give you all of my profundity. You dig what I'm saying? I can't give you all of my profundity because if I give it to you, it's like, damn, bro. Like I was not prepared for that. I had not even looked at the basic shit of that. So when I give you my profane profanity, even if the profan the profanity may be too far off, it's infused with the profanity to bring it back. But then at the same time, if the profan profanity is too graphic and too all, the profanity is like, yo, your message was received. You see what I'm saying? This is the method behind all of this madness, right? Everything I do is strategic and scientific in a way. You feel me? One of my podcast listeners was just telling me the other day, they were like, um, I like, like, this is not the first time I heard this, but they were new to the podcast and they were like, yo, I like the way your podcast is all over the place, but it's right where it needs to be. You feel me? Take it back to when you were a child and your inner child is acting before then. Like, was your mind not all over the place, but it was still where it needed to be? Think about it. That's a healthy inner child. That's a healthy inner child. Your mind is all over the place, but it's still in the same space it's supposed to be. Now, when your mind is in one pocket all the time, that's not healthy. That's not good. You feel what I'm saying? That's not good at all. 
Because what that does for you is that creates the insanity of a frequency. Frequency is a form of insanity, but it opens you up for those realms of frequency, right? So like I said, you go through some shit, you get traumatized by it, or you get um, euphoricized. That's not a word, but I'm using the opposite because I know trauma and euphoria. I like to make sure we keep dualities in here. But you get euphoricized, right? And then you get triggered. You pick a side. Like, you pick a side. This is why, like, when you look at sex, sex is a hit or miss. Sex is a hit or miss. If it's good your first time, you can become addicted to it. If it's bad your first time, you'll be repulsed from it. Either side, your ego picks away and says, hmm, hmm. Hmm. Motherfuckers who have good sex their first time. And see, this is one of the reasons why, as men, we like, I ain't gonna say we, because I'm not in that. I gotta speak as a collective. As men, this is one of the reasons why we like women who don't have a lot of bodies on them. They keep our ego intact. Because all this time, my ego has said, yo, because the first woman that I've ever had sex with, or whatever the case may be, I put it on her, or she may have lied and told me it was good. Now, my ego has picked the side and says, having sex like this, women say is good. Whether it's good or not. Until you meet that woman. It's like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? I've been fucking women like this all the time. What? That's not good. But you feel me how the ego works? Because the innocence has already been tainted and you picked the side. Right? That's how that's how it works. That's how that's how the human works. Okay. So when you have curiosity, your inner child, you have your curiosity triggered. You go and try to you create the desire to go and absolve the ignorance. The longer you wait to absolve the ignorance, the deeper the desire gets and the more fanatical you are with it when you experience it. And that's how an addiction can develop because the desire is there. You feel me? And then insanity can come in too. Sometimes when they teach kids, when they teach kids to smoke, they show the symbolism that smoking is cool. Now a child, the reason why the desire keeps happening in addition, the addiction work is because the programming shows that smoking is a good time, but internally the child is feeling bad or the person is feeling bad on the inside and they're conflicted. But their ego makes them associate with the good time and they don't quit. Because it's the programming of the mind. Because their innocence regarding the thing is, is, is tainted. Their innocence of smoking is showing that it's good. But it's really a bad thing. But they've already made the internalization that smoking is good. And it's not going to. And it, this is why it's like you, you be wondering like motherfucker. Like, Yo, you, can, you, can be, you can tell a motherfucker they're going to die of lung cancer and they'll still smoke. Because I'm still smoking a seed to, for the desire of that good feeling that they showed me I was going to get in that picture. You're not going to get it. And after all of this time smoking, you never got it. You never realized. You it's no different than when people talk about, you know, it pisses me off when I hear this shit because it's disrespectful. It's disrespectful. You know, I can't fuck with religion. But again, my innocence is, is, is restored in regards to the religion. But you feel me? My ego was hit heavy. I'll break that down a little bit. But for the most part, when we look at how religion plays out, it's ego-based. It's heavily ego-based. And in it being ego-based, people pick, use it to pick a side, to justify their bullshit. When people want to be an asshole, they continue to be an asshole, and they'll say, well, the deity ain't done with me yet, or whatever the case may be. They pick, their ego has chose what side they want to be. You feel what I'm saying? And the thing with religion is you can be performative, right? And so... Religion, it fucks with your innocence because it exposes you to some shit. It exposes you to some shit that you weren't supposed to understand that way. So now you build your entire ego off of, I'm this perfect person because I follow this. Because I go to church or I'm, I'm affiliated with this or I go to the mosque or whatever. Nah, nah. Like when that taints you, you're going to pick a side. 
This is one of the reasons why I say there's no such thing as a masculine man in a religion. You can't be. Because half the principles that masculinity, half the principles that masculinity has to stand on are negated in religion. You're going to pick a side. Motherfuckers going to tell me, yo, you, how can you not? I said, I can't be, I can't denounce misogyny and still be religious. It don't work. Because the religious doctrine is rooted in misogyny. It, it was written by a misogynist. Like, how can you expect me to follow something? Like, you know what I mean? And those are the conflicting realities because your ego says, even if I'm uncomfortable with this shit, with this shit or if it's co- conflicting with my reality, my ego says, I still pick the side, so I'm going to stay here. That's powerful. That's powerful because that shows if we're looking at our lives right now, some of us are 30, 40, early 20s or whatever, but we have lived a certain life a certain way for so long out of ego trying to please people. You feel me? And that's what makes it like when we look at really like that's why I be telling people most motherfuckers don't really love God or believe in God. They fear hell. They fear hell. Their ego has decided, think about this, like their ego has created a, has a, created a deeper association to hell than it has to heaven. People can ensure, people can tell you that they're avoiding certain shit in life so they don't go to hell as opposed to I'm doing certain shit so I can go to heaven. Motherfuckers don't know what it takes to get into heaven, but they know what it takes not to get into hell. And that's the part of the ego that they they associate with. That's why it starts so young. The indoctrination starts so young because, like, your inner child is going to be fucked up. It's like, we're going to fuck your inner child up. We're just going to let you know. So that way your ego kicks in a certain way once the innocence is gone. And then when you're trying to restore the innocence, you're not even going to think to restore the innocence. We're going to bypass that. Because the restoring the innocence means that you have to go back and see the other side. What side didn't my ego want to take? Because that shit's harder which is quote unquote the high road or the bigger person. It's not the bigger person. It's the other person. It's the other side of you. You feel me? It's the other side of you. You dig what I mean? This is why like on the other side of that, when I talk about the relationship that I was in, yeah, my ego can say, yeah, she fucked me up. She shouldn't have did me like that. But the reality is in the healing and instance, like, yo, that's what we brought out of each other to the core of it. It helped me so much. It helped me look at relationships differently. Because I got to stop looking at it and saying, nothing's wrong with me. It's these bitches that's fucked up. It's like, no, that's an experience I catalyzed with a motherfucker. We brought that out of each other. It wasn't just me. Our, my relationship with her was bad. Her relationship. Like, no, we. this is what we catalyzed out of each other. This is what our two brains together. You know, I say great minds think alike. This is what happens when we put our minds together. <laughs> All of that aftermath was what happened when her and I put our minds together. You feel what I'm saying? It returned the innocence for me. Seeing it like that helped return the innocence for me. So now it helps me go forward because now my now my innocence with my innocence returned in regards to relationships. I don't go into relationships with my ego where I have my guards up and I have to look around and say, nah, because you know bitches going to do this. No, bitches that I was attracted to that were like the motherfucker who played me are the type that like if my ego sees that, but it's like innocence is different. I can go back to seeing the good and the bad and I can say, hey, oh, you know, there's little lessons that I learned in that reality. But again, it's harder. It's much easier to accept the ego than it is to accept the innocence. 
because the ego, like I said, it makes me pick a side. Like I was talking to this woman one time and, you know, I was like, you know what? And it, she did something that triggered me. And I looked at it and I was like, whatever. And she was like, that's not, I said, nah, it's not a problem to me. You know why? Because you don't have the same mind as the person that did that action before. Even though y'all committed the same action, y'all have a different mind. So I don't know what went into your mind that led that. Like Now, if we get to the core and y'all have the same thought process, that's different. But that same a similar action, I can't really say that y'all think alike because of action. You know, I know action, thought precedes action. But, you know, if if you chose to jump, if the, the action was to jump, right, what was the thought? Oh, I just felt like jumping. Oh, there was a... a uh, snake coming or there was like there's certain impetuses that change the action even though the action stays the same so that was something that i had to learn that even seeing the same shit ego based from the ego side with it out being healed and not having innocence seeing the same shit makes me look at it from the ego's perspective they call it red flags <laughs> red flags are for people who don't want to release their ego or don't want to see the other side of the ego. You know how like many motherfuckers like, yo, this is a red flag for you. <laughs> they see the ego got us believing, yo, learn how to spot red flags and avoid them rather than the innocent saying, put yourself in a position that red flags aren't visible. Like the shit that is was a red flag you don't fuck with, but we rather say, okay, let me spot these because I know that my ego wants this type of person or wants this type of environment that my ego has already shown me. The innocence has already been removed to show me that this type of environment isn't fruitful for what I want. You feel me? But we don't look at life like that. We don't look at life like that. And we need to be because when we can restore our innocence, Heal our inner child to restore innocence to see things as they are. The ego, like I said, it dissolves. But for the most part, what happens with that innocence return is like, yo, you can get back into life and see things. Now, this doesn't mean naivety. It doesn't mean going to the shit gullible and, and clueless and say, oh, like people that say they're hopeless romantics. I feel people that are hopeless romantics are the people who chose a side, but they didn't choose the right side. They chose the un inoperable side of themselves. So like I said, when you choose your <clears throat> when your innocence is tainted and you choose a side and your ego has to uh, pick, it's going to pick the easier side. When people that are like the hopeless romantics, they pick the harder side, but they don't do any work to make the harder side stronger. So it's just like, oh, I know that it exists. I know that this love is real and I'm going to keep looking. But my ego is going to have me trying to look for love in the same spot that I can't find it. Innocence says love is not here. We get it. I know where you I know what you want love out of, but love is not in this space. And you need to have both your good and your bad to see that. You need to be able to say that. You feel me? But a lot of people, a lot of us aren't going to be able to do that because we don't want to get to the innocence because our ego is so strong. Our ego is who we had to become when we picked the side. Right. And not only picking a side, but picking a side in conjunction to who we had to please and be comfortable around. Half of the friendships, half of the relationships, half of the encounters that we had are all ego-based in this life. There's not many encounters that we had that were innocence-based because innocence requires you to see things singularly. Like, oh, this is just the motherfucker. It's like, you feel me? If we look at, for example, Forex. Forex. Everybody's already accepted a side of how they want their ego to, to view Forex. It was all ego based. A lot of people just believe the shit, but it's like 
after that tank, after that damage happens, like this is one of the reasons why mastering the market is what it is, but it's so hard to teach. It's not hard for me to teach, but the mindset, because I have to get through a lot of people who have been played in these games. I got to take your, I got to restore your innocence to show you that, yes, there's a positive side to this because your ego has already accepted. No, this is a scam and there's no way it's going to be anything else. I talk to people right now who are still in the space. Like, you know how periodically they'll say things like, oh, the people that was talking about Forex, they ain't talking about it no more. I am, but I've expanded it because I don't just talk about Forex. I talk about stocks. I talk about crypto too, because I understood the market. They didn't. So all they saw was the association with the word Forex. And now their association is not with the experience of what Forex is, right? So the ego won't allow them to absorb. So their inner child is going to be complete. They don't have the innocence that I have with. I, re- I restored my innocence when it comes to the markets and Forex and shit like that. I used to think that too. Oh, it's a scam. This shit ain't real. This shit is rigged. Huh, it is rigged. But when you learn how it's rigged, it's different. When you when you losing because it's rigged, it's a different game. But when you start to win because it's rigged, it's a different game. And you pick the side of your ego that you want it to be. But walking with that innocence helps you see, oh, I can lose because it's rigged just as much as I can win because it's rigged. It's not about winning or losing. It's about identifying that the game is rigged. You see what I'm saying? That's what a lot of us, that's what our ego won't allow us to do. You feel me? Our egos won't allow us to do it. It allows us to pick a side rather than seeing the singularity of a situation. Everything we go through in life, everything we experience in life, as we heal it, as we develop it, we're supposed to get the other side. We don't. Like the therapies and all of the shit, the healings that we're supposed to get, it's supposed to give us the realization that helps us see the other side equally to say, hmm, here's the decision. There's glimpses of, like, when we look at relationships, there's glimpses of when we see the other side of some shit. But again, the ego's like, I dodged a bullet. I dodged a bullet. This is why it's good that you have to address it. When you have a bad relationship, it's good. When you have a bad relationship, it's good to address the good things that happen. You feel me? When you have a good relationship, it's good to address the bad things that happen. Because you need to address the totality of it. Your ego is only going to let you see the side that benefits you internally that benefits that benefits your morality benefits your mentality benefits you in a way that allows you continue to maneuver maneuver through life the safest you feel me tying it back to when i mentioned profane profundity my profanity at this point i don't know if it was a defense mechanism i don't know if it was me trying to be cool i don't know what the fuck it was but i cuss i've been cussing since i was like four three or four or some shit i don't know but it like picked up with the more friends that I was around. And it's like the ego, my ego kind of just, hey, bro, cussing ain't bad. Ain't nothing wrong with it. You pick a side and then you're going to avoid the side. Like, for example, if you're in like people won't cuss in church or the mosque, or whatever they feel like, oh, you know, this is blasphemy. You're disrespecting the holy place or whatever the case may be. Right. Is it really like because is it the cuss words that that makes the disrespect to the holy place? Because you might not be living right altogether. But it's the it's the image, you know what I'm saying? It's how your ego feels good about itself. You feel me? You know how many motherfuckers out here right now saying, "Oh, he ain't done with me yet." That gives they just that gives them the ego to be justifiable assholes. It's like you know you just to hop skipping away. Like, come on, bro, tighten up, get your shit together. You almost you almost going home. You see what I'm saying? Like it's weird. Like it's it's you you, you pick a side. 
You feel me? Tying it back to the ego part of the heaven and hell. Like people don't live life according to wanting to get to heaven. It's not wanting to get into hell. <laughs> Watch these motherfuckers because they do shit that they do shit that they need that they're they're willing to apologize for, but they don't do good shit. Like you feel what I'm saying? Like if it was really about you getting into heaven, you would do good shit. But because it's about you not going to hell, you avoid doing bad shit. So you don't necessarily do good shit, but you avoid bad shit. You look at a homeless person and say, oh, I know they're just going to smoke it up, so I'm not going to give them no money. Okay. Mm. Okay. But you're going to go put 10% into a church and you can't. Like, you feel what I'm saying? It's your ego. It's your ego. It's for you to feel good about. You know what? I'm just doing planting all the seeds so I don't go to hell. Ask a motherfucker like, yo, they they tell you I'm planting seeds for, you know, so when it's, when it's all said and done, they don't go to hell. Not Watch their life. There's a dish. There's like that's why I like using specific words and terminology for the shit that I say, because there's a difference between trying to get into heaven and not trying to go to hell. Niggas is different. It's a whole different experience. You ever seen a motherfucker who actually wants to get to heaven? You feel me? You can't get them to do anything bad. They're trying to get into heaven. They're like, OK, bet. But you seen a motherfucker who's not trying to go to hell. Oh, I want to test the waters. What can I do? You feel me? Look, that's the thing about it. Everybody's so programmed not to go to hell that it's like, that's why Jesus was so easy to, oh, nigga, if I fuck, if I fuck with you, bruh, all I got is, all I got to do is say you die for my sins and my sins is covered. I can continue sinning. Yes. That's why I tell motherfuckers, if you don't sin, Jesus died for nothing. You feel me? You sinning makes Jesus die for something, but now your ego is like, okay, bet. If this is like, I don't, I don't have any accountability. I don't have any, I can go live life. Now I know for a fact I can do whatever the fuck I want to do. And I end up in hell because all I have to do is believe in Jesus. That's crazy. Right. But that's a part of the ego that we, um, we internalize. People pick a side. People pick a whole side. And it's fortunate that a lot of the people that religious people that we think of, they decide that they pick is not to get into heaven. It's just not to go to hell for them. They want to stay on earth. Because it makes you wonder, like, if, they, if the goal is to get into heaven, why are you thanking God for waking you up another day? Nigga, take me home. <laughs> the fuck? Like, I want to go home. Niggas want to be on earth. They don't want to be in heaven. They want to be on earth. They just don't want to go to hell. This is why every new trend that comes on, they, they got to hop on it. You feel me? They got to keep every wave up. Like, motherfuckers don't want to age. They don't want. They want to follow whatever is comfortable, whatever the world says is cool. You feel me? That's what I'm going to fuck with because I want to stay on the earth. I don't want to. I just don't want to go to hell. I really don't want to go to heaven because then I got to be good. You feel me? And I don't want to be good right now, but I just don't want to be go to hell because I'm not being that bad. I'm justifying how bad I'm being. You feel me? You know why? Because you have not restored the innocence of the child, which is wild because the very religions teach us come to your deity or whatever as a child. And a lot of people think that it's ignorant. Or it's like, you know, come in, you know, naive and gullible and bright and bushy tailed and full of. No, come with your innocence intact because you need to be able to see singularity. Don't look at this thing as a good thing or a bad thing. Look at this thing as a thing with no association. That's what it means to approach a situation as a child. Children don't say things are good or bad. They get taught that shit. A child can say a cuss word or they can say a word that they heard at home and then they can come to school and say it and then the kid and all the kids go ooh then the child knows it's bad that moment that child's innocence is taken away from that right 
And then the association happens. Oh, that's a bad word. Is it really? Because what happens when you infuse a bad word with a good situation? Let's fucking go. Whoa. <laughs> Is it still bad at that point? No, because you're giving me my hype for what I'm doing. You feel me? It's your association. It's your association. I used to believe when I was a kid, like, if you cuss and use profanity, you were stupid. Because that's what they told us. You feel me? People who cuss, that shows their intelligence. You know, you know how to fuck with you? As smart as you can be, and as much as you cuss, it's like, damn, I can't be that smart. That means the motherfucker who's smarter than me, who doesn't cuss, they are, they are fucking smart. Nah. They just well behaved. They're well behaved. That's all. That's all that is. And their innocence, their innocence hasn't been, you know, and that's something that a lot of people don't get. As black people, we don't have innocence. We're not born into innocence. There's shit that, like, there's shit that other people, there's, they never experienced. They'll never experience it. They'll never have the luxury of having to experience it. We have the debt of experiencing it every day. Every moment of our lives. Feel me? It's not a no victim shit, but it's to show that you have a choice. Because when these things happen to you, you're going to pick a side. Your ego is either gonna make you a victor or make you a victim. Most of us, since since crossing into civil rights, most of us, what we was fighting for, again, this this ties into very similar to the people not wanting to having a hell thing. A lot of people don't want to be free. They just don't want to be oppressed. All you keep hearing is get into the markets, but do you trade or do you invest? Should you do stocks, Forex, crypto, or NFTs? My personal answer is not a single one if you don't know how to read a chart. Without knowing how to read a chart, you end up giving all your money to those who do. Do you know what a candle is? Do you know the pocket of activity? Do you know the difference between market direction and market control? If you answer no at least once, you might want to learn how to read a chart first. Learning how to read a chart will let you know if you should trade or invest and if you should do stocks, forex, crypto, and or NFTs. It will also let you know if this is even for you or not. So visit IamJustSeen.com to learn how to read charts with my Master in the Market course, ebooks, and webinars today. The world is changing. The question is, will you adapt with it? You feel me? That's your ego. Like your ego says, I have to pick us. I don't want freedom. Freedom is too expensive. I just don't want oppression. So I'll fight for that because to be free means that now I have to pull away from your systems. I have to create my own businesses. I have to create my own jobs. I have to create my own resources. That's too much. That's too much. Give me my job. Give me my pay. Give me this. Do all of this for me. Let me set up all of this world. Let me rent from you. Let me do all of this shit. And just don't beat me up. I'm giving you all of my resources. And y'all keep fucking with me. Because you're giving me all your resources. That's why I keep fucking with you. You have no resources to protect yourself. To keep yourself from being unfuckwittable. So we fuck with you. And a lot of people feel. A lot of people have done that. Their inner children. The damage and shit. That, that they picked aside. And for some of them. The side that they pick ultimately is. Just let me behave a way. That doesn't lead me to oppression. Rather than. Let me secure a way that leads me to freedom. Because if I got to slap a pussy ass nigga, I'm going to make it look sexy. I'm not just going to refrain from slapping the motherfucker who needs to be slapped. 
Because your ego allows you to, oh, I'm going to be the bigger person. I'm going to take the high road. I'm going to turn the other cheek. No. You see how your ego has been, like, see how much shit they told you that morally. They gave you all this shit. They shaped your entire ego. They told you what they, they exposed your incense, sent you to church, and gave you something to make you passive and docile. For any moment when a motherfucker, like black people, we good at quoting Bible verses, but we have nothing but the verses that make us passive and do nothing. So we have internalized the ego side of just not wanting to be. Now, imagine this. One side is saying, I just don't want to be oppressed. And the other side is, I don't want to go to hell. Not I want to be free and I want to go to heaven. I just don't want to go to hell and I don't want to be oppressed no more. Look at the condition of the world that we live in right now. It's the results of motherfuckers who've accepted their ego side, saying, I just don't want to be oppressed and I, I don't want to go to hell. So I'm going to follow this religion <laughs> loosely. And then I'm going to interact and it's like, I'm going to become big fish in small pond friend. I'm only going to be the motherfucker who could be around other motherfuckers who don't know it. So that way I could look like I'm the bigger person and shit until you read the mother, reach the motherfucker who has the innocence of it. It's a lot of people I talk to when it comes to religion say, oh, yo, you just don't understand it. <laughs> I've already absolved myself from the side that I picked and now I come back into singularity with the shit. You feel me? When a motherfucker can tell you that the deity is good all the time and all the time a deity is good and the deity can literally do some evil shit and say, hey, I create this. It's like, yo, I do the I the Lord do these things, the good and the bad. I do them. Oh, that's because God can do that. That means your ego has accepted something that is confusing you and your reality because now you're created in the image and likeness of a deity. So now when you do fucked up shit, you just don't want to go to hell. But your deity does fucked up shit. So it's not fucked up shit when you do it. Nah, it is still fucked up shit. You feel me? Drowning the whole world? That's some fucked up shit. Because everybody ain't do shit. You feel me? Punishing everybody for the actions of a few. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. But that mentally prepares yourself. When you think, when you know your deity does that to you, you have no problem accepting it when it's time to be accepted. You feel me? And when you create an image and likeness, you want to exhibit that behavior. You ever heard, like, growing up, like, parents say, it don't nobody say nothing whooping all y'all. Nigga. And we wonder why. And this is one of the reasons why snitching was what it was. But at the same time, set the record straight. If we all about to go down for your shit, fuck that. I'm telling, bro. I'm telling. Because you should have enough decency. Because your ego won't let you. But the innocence. And this is where it gets fucked up. Because there's a lot of accountability that has to come with innocence. Because... Your innocence doesn't see the singularity. Say they have nothing to do with this. This thing they probably this mind. You got motherfuckers right now that get you in some shit and won't get you out of it. What you gonna do with that? How do you maneuver with that? How do you work with that? Motherfuckers that'll get you in some shit but won't get you out of it. Cause they can't get you out of it. Cause you can't even get yourself out of the shit. Because both of your egos are programmed to only know one side of a thing, and you can't see the singularity to know. Okay, hmm. There's something else in this. Because our innocence is completely fucked up. We no longer are able to see things as they are. Only as we associate with them. You feel me? It pissed me off so bad when I actually read the book and I studied the religion. I realized everybody that told me about it knew nothing about it. I was angry. I was angry. Now. Here's a part of that restoration of innocence. 
<laughs> the restoration of innocence comes on completion of the tree of life. It comes on unblocking your chakras. It comes on inner healing. Right? When you actually heal yourself, that's when you get to the innocence. It has to come back to being able to see things as they are. But you have to see things as a duality and go through the process of trying to find the other side to fill the void and then coming back in reality to it. When I talk the tree of life shit, when I talk the chakra shit, it's because I really do it. You feel what I'm saying? I really do it. So in studying religions and studying all of these things that I studied and shit, I had to return, restore my innocence to it. You feel me? So that way I can use it correctly. Because when it's just ego-based, it's using you. Because you only understand one side of the shit. You feel me? And I don't think people understand like how 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 fucked up it is to know that your ego has been built off some shit that motherfuckers never understood. You feel me? Most of our egos are are created and cultivated in the way that, and it, this is what I'm saying. Like you have to pick a side. They tell you to pick a side. Like so, automatically, if you don't fuck with religion, they automatically assume you fuck with the devil. You feel me? That's ego shit. That's the ego shit. Now, when you get to that innocent side, when you restore your innocence again, you get to the point where it's like, oh, I don't fuck with the religion, y'all. <laughs> I don't fuck with the good shit of the religion or the bad shit of the religion. But see, the ego makes you pick and see that the religion itself is what's important. The religion itself is good. And so the religion itself is good. You chose that one side. So the others, it's like, no, the entire religion is, I don't fuck with it. I don't fuck with none of the characters. <laughs> the good ones, the bad ones, I don't care. Like, this, they're there because that entire situation. My innocence restored says that I can't fuck with that. I can't fuck with that. You feel me? Because it's going to make me a misogynistic, subservient man. I can't be no shit like that, bro. That shit don't work for me. It don't work for my life. You feel me? But a lot of people are making that shit work for their life and it don't work. That's insanity. You're forcing some shit to work. Like I keep saying, it's it's not fucked up because I know how I know how it works and I know what the actual process behind it is. But when people be like, yo, prayer works, I'd be like, you lying. Because all the shit that you pray for, you ain't getting. Like, prayer works for simple shit. You know what I'm saying? But it don't work for real big shit that motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? That that solidify motherfuckers' faith and shit. Should be different. I seen motherfuckers pray to get out of tickets and got out of tickets, but couldn't pray to get out of cancer. Like, I, So, like, which... Uh, it's weird because it's like, do it work or do it not? Or do it work for only what's small? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what are the big shit that you, like I'm saying? It's, it's levels. And it's not me shitting on religion or anything. It's just me speaking on how innocence has to be restored. Because now you come to a point of seeing something as a singularity. When you only see things from a bias, when you see things from see things from a biased perspective, which is the opposite of innocence. When you see things from a biased perspective, you only see one side. But that one side you see, you think is all sides. This is why I tell people, like, you think you gain it. You can be thinking you're gaining knowledge when you just reaffirm and belief, which is dangerous because that caters to your ego. This is what I be telling motherfuckers. I'm like, yo, there's the 12th, the, one of the laws of the universe is the law of relativity, right? And that truth is relative. Truth is relative to the experience. I can literally, I don't care who you are, where you are, what part of the world you are, what you've learned, what you studied. I can, I can, I can give you one piece of information that will negate anything that you say. And it's not like I have a universal piece of information, no shit like that. It's called the antithesis. The moment I ask you the other side and you don't know it, it negated everything you said. It negates everything you said. That's what the antithesis is for, so you can find where the truth is. Innocence helps you find truth. 
You feel me? Innocence helps you find truth. And it's not it's not until you can see innocence as what it is. You feel me? Since I said that bias and innocence, you know, innocence, bias is the opposite of innocence, right? What does that mean then when we pick the side of our ego? We become biased. People always say, oh, you got to do it, un- be objective. You can't be objective until you restore your innocence. The sole fact that your ego is picked aside and your life is filtered through that ego, everything you do is biased. You know what I'm saying? Like you can have an unbiased expression about a specific topic that needs bias. You dig what I'm saying? You can have a specific topic that needs bias and you can put that bias in there because of your ego. You feel what I'm saying? And it's not about being right or wrong, good or bad, up or down. It's about this is what it is. A lot of people can't deal with it is what it is. They want to. They be in the space of, yo, man, it is what it is. And your feelings be hurt when it is what it is because your ego. You're trying to rationalize yourself, rationalize it by saying it is what it is, but you've already picked the side of the ego and that ego is being violated with it. That's why you feel that type of way to make you say, agree to disagree. Or it's like, I be hating when people want to agree to disagree about facts. You can't. You can't disagree. You can't agree to disagree about facts. You just can't. But your ego can. Yo, we got to agree to disagree. I be talking to motherfuckers and I be minding my business, but they'll come in. I want to drop, I guess trying to drop knowledge on me or some shit and not realizing that the shit that you're talking about, I've already studied the antithesis for. So I have innocence with it. I, I And it's not that I pick a side. I understand both sides and I see which side has the holds the truth the most. And that's the side I speak on. That does not mean I'm oblivious to the other side. But a lot of motherfuckers think I'm oblivious to the other side because I don't have to talk about the other sides. No, I'm talking about the side that fits right now. So I'm always able to go back and forth. You feel me? But in bringing that, it, it fucks with a lot of people because they're coming from the ego. Oh, you need it. Like, I literally had a motherfucker tell me. Oh, because we, we got, I, I be trying to mind my business. And I was told also, like, look, I'm minding my business and y'all came to me to critique me to talk about what I don't understand about a book. And then when I showed you extra understanding, it fuck with you. Like, when I shed light to a motherfucker who was Adam, I was like, yo, you know, God killed, God killed the, the Job and all his people and shit. I was like, no, he didn't. And I showed him the exact words. And it was like, oh, wow. I never knew that. Wow. So you here you are. Your ego was so potent, so powerful that you attacking me on some shit that you didn't even understand, that you didn't even read, that you didn't even know was there. Or when you read it, you didn't even interpret it right. That shows me one thing. How much of this book have you read and not interpreted right? I don't trust shit you talking about. And this goes back into what I was saying, a testament about this one bit of information I could show you that will negate anything that you say. You know why? Because if you're not willing to study antithesis, that means you're stuck on your ego, which means you're not willing to heal your inner child and restore your innocence, which everything you do in life is biased. You know how hard it is to maneuver life biasly, especially when it's had an arrogant bias. Everybody views for people that are religious, they view the, the world through the bias of their religion. Which is crazy because all these religions were written, written accordingly about two, three thousand years ago. How the fuck did y'all pick the side to be biased <laughs> in a mentality that we no longer live in, that can no longer exist? It's a language that you don't even speak. That's some cold shit. 
that's some cold shit. When you get a motherfucker to be biased, you can infuse the ego with a motherfucker to make them biased about some shit they ain't create. Or some shit that happened. They get mad at fact. People, like, I remember being young and people telling me about Jesus multiplying the fish and shit. And I'm like, like they seen it. Yeah, because you know he was handing out, just handing out the bread. Fish was just multiplying. For real. Yeah. You seen it? No. Then how you know? Because it's in the Bible. But did you see it? I ain't have to see it. I got faith. Hmm. 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 Size of a month to see, right? Okay. Do your thing. But that creates the bias. That creates the bias and the, and the inability to have a sense of, uh, it helps you lose touch of reality. Innocence brings you back to reality. Your ego takes you away from it, puts you in a fantasy state. You feel what I'm saying? There's literally, you can look it up psychologically. There's a direct correlation between motherfuckers who are heavily religious and can't tell the difference between fantasy and reality. That's scary. But it makes sense, though. I watch motherfuckers who are heavily religious and I'd be like, yo, you know that made no sense. But, you know, the fanaticism, because they don't have innocence to see another side. You feel me? And pick, they're not able to see the reality. They're only able to see the fantasy. Most religious shit is fanatical. Nobody will ever see anything that a religious book has ever told them. And they can't validate it. They can't prove it. That's that, that's that. And that's decide your ego pick, decide that you can't fact check. You live life like that. Nothing needs facts. That's the power of ego. Nothing needs facts. It just needs reassurance. When you step into your innocence, when your innocence is intact, you need facts. You ever wonder why a child asks why? The moment a child, you want to know when a child loses their innocence for real, for real? A child loses their innocence the moment they stop asking why. They're no longer looking to pick a side. The side is already chosen and you chose a side for them. The moment a child stops asking why, they're no longer looking for the singularity. They've accepted the duality. And don't give a fuck about the other side no more. So when we tell people, when we say to kids, you got to think before you act or do shit like that. You can't. I did think before I act. I thought out of my innocence. I thought out of my ego. And my ego is this because now I have to behave a certain way. Because case in point, a lot of kids respond and do shit not because they fucked up people. It's just because it was a child that did it. Now, when I have to behave a certain way, you remember say, oh, why did you do that? I don't know. Children know, but they can't explain to you why they did it. They can't explain I don't know because the I don't know part comes from a different side of the of, of the innocence. It's not the side that's programmed that, that, to behave well for you. No. It's the side that, I'm, that, that shows me who I really am, the dormant side that I got to lock in because I don't like taming that side and I can't tame that side, so I don't even tap into that side. But when we start people-pleasing and it's like our ego is really crafted under people-pleasing. Like niggas be really, you be loving people and you not loving people, but you be working so hard to please people to make sure people fuck with you that you're creating an ego based off of that. So everything is like, yo, what do people like? You feel me? When I became heavily, heavily religious, I didn't give a fuck about no religion. I didn't care about the shit from the jump. It was for the people around me. You feel me? To show my mama I'm back in church. To show the girlfriend that I was with, because at the time she knew the she knew the book a little more. She was quoting it, and then I was like, damn, she. I need to get back on my shit. It was to prove a point. It won't to actually learn it. But then, because of the inquisitive nature of me, I learned it. I learned it better than everybody that was around me who I thought once knew it better than me. And it's like, y'all didn't know this shit. Y'all play me. 
because your ego made you carry yourself as if you knew it. You got to know that shit for yourself. You got to know it from the back because you can quote certain shit to justify your bullshit. But you can't identify any of the other shit. Everybody can tell you that no weapon forged against you shall prosper. But not many people are going to tell you that he created the weapon. It just can't prosper. It's going to fuck with you. <laughs> it just ain't going to prosper. That's some bullshit, bro. That's some bullshit. The innocence of me in, in me can see that is bullshit. Now, the ego in me at the time was like, that's blasphemy. That's fucked up. That's foul. Hey, ego will allow you to see it like that. You can't talk like that. I'm sorry. If any being does that to me, you're fucked up. You some, you, you, it's like if you came to my crib, right, and you threw a brick through my window and then knocked on the door and said, hey, I sell glass. I sell windows. Don't be mad at the brick. Don't be mad at me for throwing the brick. Be happy that I have windows. Don't be mad at me for forging the weapon. Be happy that it didn't prosper. The ego gonna let you see that. Only, only the way that it's like it's supposed to be good. That benefits you. Even if you do hear the bad side of it. You feel me? Motherfuckers can't justify that shit, bro. It's like... It, once innocence is restored, it's like you can't, once innocence is restored, you see the singularity of a thing. But you still respect the duality. Like, for example, when I tell people, you know, like when I, I think I mentioned this at the beginning, I just never got back to it. I was skipping around. Like when people were saying like men, women come from a man's room. Like I've heard Kevin Hart say it. I've heard a lot of people in modern times say, yeah, she's my rib. I used to say it. Ego. I ain't never seen no other side of no shit. Really cared to look at the other side. Even though the other side was right there in my motherfucking face the whole time, right? I'm around this shit the whole time. So I'm like, yeah, man, she my rib. Because, you know, woman came from man's rib. But men ain't stopped coming from the womb saying it's like, nigga, it's a, it's a man right now. It's literally at the time of this report, recording this podcast, at the time of you listening, a baby, a male is being born right now, being pushed out of a womb. And it's not a single woman being made of a rib right now. And it hasn't been since that occurrence happened. You feel me? But the ego makes that seem as black. You're attacking. You're you're come. No, the innocence lets you see the singularity in the situation. That is, in fact, what the fuck happened. Only one time had a woman come from a man's rib. Ever since, a man has always come from a woman's womb. Something right. But this is why they don't want you to look at the full antithesis of a thing. This is why your innocence is tainted. It's continually tainted. And it's never restored to a point where you can get back into alignment with singularity. Low key, that's what depression is for. A lot of people, a, a depre depression is, for one, it's an addiction to sadness. Like you become sad and it becomes depression because it keeps going. But why is it sad? Because you have picked the duality of pain. Not the duality of joy. Whatever it is that you experience, and you could have joy with it, but depression is what's giving it to you. Now, there are certain situations where you can't experience joy out of a situation as far as like, you know, miscarriages and shit like that. Those are the things that I'm not saying. But depression is designed to bring you back to a certain point because everything plays itself out. A lot of times we look at certain shit away, like, like we look at certain shit based off of our decisions. Like I knew a person who was depressed because she had an abortion. That was different. I felt me personally, I had to get to the core, but I felt of, of the situation, but I felt like she shouldn't have been depressed. I was like, oh, you made the choice. 
And it wasn't like she, it was like an ectopic pregnancy and she did like, like, no, she was, she had to make it because she got pregnant because she was fucking raw and she didn't feel like putting condoms on. Like her and the dude just didn't feel like putting condoms on. I'm like, yo, that's really how you ended up pregnant? She was like, yeah. I was like, wait a minute. She said, yeah, the condoms are on the other side of the room and neither one of us wanted to give. Wow. You're dangerous. You're dangerous as fuck. But. You know, the person got an abortion and was like, I feel depressed. I feel this, that, and the third. You shouldn't. You made a choice. It was a choice I didn't want to make. It was a choice you wanted to make. It was a choice you wanted to make. Now, your innocence is gone. So you're picking a bias side, and the side that you're picking is the side of the victim. Now, granted, I'm not saying pick the side of a victor. I'm saying understand the victor and the victim and see where they meet in the middle. Because it's not to say, oh, yeah, because there's our women who have the victor. Yeah, motherfucker, I pop plan B's like Skittles. Oh, hey, oh, you different. But that's a whole different dynamic. But at the same time, in regards to what she was saying, she was like, she's depressed, sad, and everything. I was like, so, wait, you know you could have prevented all of this. So I couldn't sympathize with her. I empathize with the pain and the plight, but I couldn't, I couldn't feel sorry for her. This wasn't one of those situations where you're experiencing this because... Life happened. You happened to this. You chose to do this. You chose to, 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 to do everything up until this point that led to this action. Whose fault is that? Because, again, it ties back into the belief from the ego side. You see what I'm saying? A lot of people realize, like, this person was very heavily religious. And I noticed that a lot of religious people be like, I'm going to lay down my burdens on the riverside or I'm going to put it on the altar or whatever the case may be. They give their problems back to the deity that gave it to them. That's crazy. You're giving problems so you can maintain your innocence because the problem is going to give you adversity. Adversity is going to give you the ego to choose. Do I want to deal with this or do I not? Do I want to go through it to where you can get the point where you find the innocence back again? Because you understand both the good and the bad in the situation and you're able to realign. That's what life is supposed to teach us. Life gets us stuck because it makes our ego pick a side and we only fuck with certain shit. When I got heartbroken, you know how hard it was for me to actually start the healing process because all I did was listen to heartbreak music. I kept the ego alive. I kept the side that I picked alive. Fuck that bitch. I'm hurt. I'm listening to this broken down music. I'm listening to music about me being a hoe. I'm listening to this. I'm going to involve myself. Like, this is the space that I'm staying. I'm not going to try to figure this shit out. I had to sit and look at, like, when I realized what I, what she, like, for me, her cheating on me was bigger than anything. Because it was like, when I looked at it, I was like, oh, I got you. It wasn't, it was bigger than her. It was like, I was shown how much of myself I had let go. How much of myself I try to hide. How much of myself I try to run away from. Because the guy that she cheated on me was who I was when we and her first got together. Yeah, I get, oh, but you grew, you changed and everything. That's the point. That's the whole point. Evolution is not supposed to take you to a point where you deep, like your essence should always remain. Because you have to get back in that innocence and align yourself with singularly. Being a hood dude wasn't something I had to run from. Or I should have ran from. It was a part of me. But in running from that completely and trying to become the college guy, like I started living, I was incomplete. I wasn't being my full self. I was only being the self that behaved according to the ego that got certain things. When I started getting rewards, grades, and all of the shit, like it makes your ego work a certain way. And then it makes your ego stay away from other shit.
So it's it's a it's a it's a different it's a different reality when we realize that healing our inner children is to restore our innocence. And it's even deeper than that when we finally understand what innocence is. People be thinking like kids ain't oblivious to the world. They're unbiased to it. There's a totally like I've, I had to sit and observe my nieces and nephews and little cousins to know that. And then had to go back and look at myself like as a kid, I was like, I always knew shit. Like motherfuckers be like, yo, you were smart. Like a lot of us always knew shit. We just kept this shit to ourselves. Right? Because it's not that we were uh naive or gullible and no shit. We were unbiased. We were unbiased. So we were willing not to pick a side to see something, to learn something. Cause we was nosy too. You feel me? When a child learned how to walk, they didn't just look at one dynamic. When they learned how to talk, they didn't just listen to what like they didn't care. It was unbiased. I need to learn all of these words. I need to learn all of these mechanics to move. Innocence, man, is powerful, yo, because it's taking the moment. The moment life happens to you. Innocence is not always like your innocence being removed is not always a bad thing. It can lead to a good thing. It can create a healthy ego. I mean, it can help. it's still an unhealthy ego, but it's a positive ego. To where you're optimistic. You can't like I used that used to be me. I ain't gonna hold you. I used to be that type of motherfucker. Like nothing could go wrong for me. I was too optimistic and I wasn't realistic. See, the thing about this reality is like, it's going to make you, it's going to send you into a paradigm of either pessimism or optimism. Right? The goal of restoring your innocence is to, is to get you back to realism. It doesn't matter if it's good or bad, bro. It's, it is. Because it's like, what you going to do with it? If you if you deal me some cards, right? And I get a certain hand, I look at the hand and it's trash. Considering what I see out there on the table, I can't play it. But then somebody else could see that same pan and say, I could do something with that. You see what I'm saying? It's little, it's little things like that that are very magnanimous. That tie into the innocence of who we are as people. And tie into the innocence that we'll never have because our egos are so strong. You, your ego cannot be killed because your ego is who you are. But your ego is a lesser version of who you are. You hear people say higher self, lower self. Your ego is your lower self, right? Which means... Your inner child is also your lower self, too. But always remember, your lower self and your higher self aren't points of ascension. As one is greater than the other. They're points of reflection. Your lower self, your inner child, that's the easiest side of you. That's not the side that has to sit and process a whole other reality and say, I got to come to terms with this. And now here's the other side. It's like, no, fuck it. My ego is hurt. This is where I'm going to be. So like I said, with the good people, you have the people who become pessimistic. I mean, optimistic. And then becoming optimistic, their ego is rooted in just that side of duality. They don't even want their positive vibes only type motherfuckers. And I'm going to show you about the duality of the shit because life has to bring you, life has to take your innocence away and then bring you back to innocence by constantly putting you through dual situations so you can see the singularity in it. And then when you get to being used to seeing, seeing singularities, you back into realignment. With your innocence, right? And your innocence helps you maneuver life differently. But you now know both sides of your ego in regaining your innocence, but you know your full inner child and you healed it, right? So in knowing your ego and knowing the positive side, like people that are optimistic who, you know, don't want to be around negative energy, the way in this shit plays out, you're going to be centered back. Your innocence is going to be restored. When you pick the side to I only want to be a bad person, this is why you always run good shit. When you pick the side where I want to be the good person, you're always going to be around bad shit. Universe is going to balance you out. 
your ego picked the side that you, the ego picked the easiest side for you. So the universe is going to give you the harder side. And you're going to balance with that shit until you restore your innocence and see things as they are. Which is hard because when you're pessimistic, constantly dealing with uh, pessimistic, constantly dealing with optimistic shit, you have to run away from optimistic shit because that's not what you deal with rather than facing it. There's some bad shit and good shit and there's some good shit and bad shit. And when you finally realize that, you'll get to your point. When I started studying my art and everything, it's like your heart is, you know what I'm saying? It weighs against a feather, right? It's light as a feather. And I think a lot of people think that you did nothing in your life. Or you're like, no, I, me personally, how I understand it is that the life that you have lived was so balanced that it doesn't balance, doesn't, that it doesn't throw off the balance of the heart and the feather. Your heart was so balanced that it walked a fine line enough to be measured against the feather and hold it side by side. Because when you read the 42 tenets, it says things like, I have not acted unjustly. As opposed to the Ten Commandments, it's like, I have not done anything. Like, yo, wilding out is cool. Well, and I was cool. I seen this. Um, it was a verse in the Bible. I forgot who it was, but the guy was like, um, he 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 committed murder, and the guys asked him, "Oh, they didn't lock him up or nothing." And he was cool about the shit. They was like, "Yo, why'd you kill him?" He said, "He raped my sister." Is killing bad at that point? See, your ego will pick a side. Oh, that's killing. Feel me? I talk about this in Soul for a Three, and when we get into the Tree of Life chapter, when I talk about splendor and um perception and perspective and things of that nature you feel me it's like what do you do when all of that is manipulated you feel me when good it can be bad and bad can be good because like i said in the time to kill in the movie time to kill as i mentioned in the so for real alex haley killed the two white dudes on paper it's just oh he killed two white dudes with ak-47 in the courthouse that tried to rape and kill his daughter oh he didn't kill him like, nigga, that, that's, that's what was supposed to happen. That's poetic justice. You feel what I'm saying? Your ego is going to allow you to see one thing. The bias of the shit. Take away that shit and get back to your innocence so you can see the unbiased nature of the shit. It's like, yo, killing is not wrong. Killing is not wrong when it's justified. When there's, there's a reason behind the shit. Now, when you feel that there's no time and place for anything of the opposite side to what you're dealing with, you're stuck. You're likely in a cult, you're in a box, but you can't move out of where you are. That's what happens to a lot of people. That's what happens to a whole hell of a lot of people. They get caught up in situations and circumstances where they're looking at life from the perspective of somebody else's viewpoint. Sad part about reality, none of us has lived life enough to even have a, to even formulate opinion for real. We have a we have taken on motherfuckers' opinions who have not lived life, who got frustrated at us because they had not lived life, but they just take my advice. Like, no, you ain't experienced this shit. Well, whatever. And then it's like you go through it and you feel me? You gotta have your own experience with the shit. Right? A lot of motherfuckers don't have their own experience with life and shit. So they can only dwell on the happenings of other people and they can tell you that this didn't happen for this person. I don't give a fuck. Like, this is why when people telling me that Forex doesn't work, I can't. I don't know what y'all talking about. I'm doing it. So whatever. You feel what I'm saying? But it's like, I get it. The dynamic is different. Because when we look at the full totality of it, those people that got scammed, they were, you know, people were showing them demo accounts. They were showing them a whole bunch of other shit and hypotheticals. The shit that I was showing them looked the same, but I was actually showing them accounts. Like I was showing them like real shit, like real activity. And it's like, 
why are you trading only one instead of all five of these? Because that's what they told us to do. Who told you to trade all five? That's stupid. I'm not. That's that's said. That's not good for your mental health. You have five active trades open that can go anyway at any given time. You're putting all of that into hope that it goes in your favor. No, I know which one is going to go in my favor. By the end of the night, I know which one is going to go in my favor. For sure. But definitely before I have four solid options for that next 24 hours. But everything else, the remaining pieces on me, I can't just hop in and, you know what I mean? I got to do my due diligence. Is this a counter trade? Is this a, a market turn? Is this a continuation? What phase of the market am I in? It's levels. It's levels. You feel me? It's levels to the shit. But the full, the full purpose of all of this shit was getting back into the, the singularity of life. I know I, there's a roundabout way to get here, but all that is about getting back to the singularity of life. Why are you not in a space where you can be unbiased? We're not unbiased. Like we're not the only beings that are unbiased are children and children. Are, that's what children are supposed to return us to. But instead of returning us back to our unbiased nature, just the culture and the world makes us put a biased nature on them. Children don't come in as plain for us to teach them. It's for them to teach us, us to guide them into what they have to teach us. They're the ancestors that came back. We're the ancestors that are going to be like, they're the ancestors that came back. They, they, they pretty tapped in. They're pretty tapped in. We got to make sure they stay tapped in so that way they can revive in us how to get tapped back in. But what happens when the child teaches us? You're disrespectful. You're rude. You're being mouthy. So many children can return their parents back to innocence or return the family bloodline back to their innocence, but they won't listen to this child, the child that has their innocence intact. Now, here's the thing about it. this is what's funny. I'm going to say this. I'm going to wrap it up. People talk to children condescendingly. About, I've been there before. I've been on this. I've lived longer than you or whatever. Exactly. Because the child has not lived as long as you, they have their innocence and their viewpoint is not as fucked up as yours. You see what I'm saying? When I was young saying bitches wasn't shit, it was because I was hearing it from old heads saying bitches wasn't shit. But when I actually experienced heartbreak and said bitches wasn't shit, it was a whole different energy. There was no more innocence behind me saying bitches ain't shit. When I was singing it along with the song, these hoes ain't shit, it had never impacted me in a way in which my innocence had been taken away from women. So I was still able to sing the songs and not create the separation of, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, these are still cool people. But it wasn't until I f felt the shit that I was like, oh, nah, these bitches really ain't shit. My innocence had been tainted. The goal of life, the goal of procreation, is to make sure your innocence is returned before you have babies. Or at some point while you're raising them, you can return your innocence to make sure their innocence stays alive. Because that's where the bridge happens. That's the difference between the elder, the adult, and the child. Like, that's really what it is. When the child comes in with their innocence untainted, you have to treat them. You have to guide them with your restored innocence. When we talk about why don't people listen to our experiences? Why don't people want to take my advice? Because they're not. They're trying to take your ego. You're trying to give them your ego. You're not giving them your innocence. Because you can't give them your innocence because you're basing it off of the situation. Like, when people, like, you see mothers who would um, encourage their daughters that men are, like, the 
encourage make their daughters believe that they're going to run into a man just like them. So the daughters have a child. The daughter ultimately repeats the same cycle as the mother because that's what it was, because the mother's innocence had not been restored because her ego had put, been put on display because of the circumstances that occurred. Feel me? Same with fathers. Single fathers or whatever they do. You do the same shit with your sons. These bitches ain't shit. And now your son exhibits that same behavior because your ego taints his innocence. The goal is to create children where we let our restored innocence meet with their their new innocence, their fresh innocence, and guide that. So when they're asking why, because the why is triggered from the environment. You know the answer to why because you restored your innocence to their why. It's not because I said so. When that ego kicks in, you don't have the antithesis and you don't even have the other side to give them the truth. You only have the ego to give them the belief. And when you tell them, because I said so, I don't know the answer. I don't have the other side to the answer that you're looking for. So I can't give it to you. So shut the fuck up and take what the hell I said. And start losing your innocence and start transitioning into your ego and only accepting what the fuck I say is wise, right, and exact. Whether it's wise, right, and exact or not. That's the purpose of all of this. When we heal our inner children, then we should be given permission to have children. A lot of us have children because we want, we don't know that we're, rest, we're trying to find a restoration of our inner child and we think having a child is what's going to do it. No, you restore your inner child for yourself first. And you realize that your child can't give it to you. Because as you get older, you realize, oh, my children disappoint me. Because you're trying to make out of your child what you're supposed to heal in yourself. Ooh, that's a bar. <laughs> You're trying to bring out of your child things that you're supposed to be bringing out of yourself. Your child has their own set of shit that they got to bring out. And this is a loop that keeps happening because now people had a midlife crisis. They did all this shit for their parents and the parents were never proud and all of this other shit. And they wasted their time. And so now I want my child to try the life that I failed at or the life that I never had a chance to do. Me personally, in restoring my innocence, I'm going to say this, I'm going to wrap it up. In restoring my innocence. There's not a single leaf that I have not overturned with myself. I will not have to put my, I would not have to tell my children to try anything that I have not tried before myself. You see what I'm saying? They can live their life. I done did med school. I done graduated with honors. I done did, for instance, I, I did everything that I ever said I wanted to do. And I still have life left to do more things. You feel what I'm saying? I have no desire that I have reached the innocence within myself to where my ego no longer has to be projected onto my child. If my child fails, my child fails. But when my ego is involved and my child fails, I fail. No, no, no. When my child fails, they fail. Now I have to guide them into learning. I don't have to disown them. I don't have to make them ashamed of the failure or whatever the case may be. It's like, that was a bad fall, buddy. How are we going to fix it? What do you because I now, because I understand the innocence, the restored innocence, you just lost yours. I have to make sure that you don't become biased with the shit. As an entrepreneur, the failures that I took, I could not talk to people who were not entrepreneurs about it. It would have made me quit. Because the ego, the innocence of entrepreneurship was revealed. This shit ain't easy. This shit ain't fun. You feel what I'm saying? The innocence was revealed and being able to tap into the inner innocence scene that is like, this is the work that has to be done. If I would have took it as the ego and said, you know what? I'm supposed to be good at this because I was an A student. I was this and the third. This should not be happening to me. I would never grow and gain the skill that I needed to grow to learn to see things as they are. This is what needs to be done. Simple. 
simple. The innocence is there. So now when I bring people into the situation, when they are coming from the ego, I can, yo, I got to get your innocence back right. I have to restore your innocence because your innocence is gone. That's why your ego is heavy. Inner child, ego, and innocence all go hand in hand. And innocence has nothing to do with, ooh, I didn't go to jail. I didn't get like, nah, I don't mean shit. Innocence is has the world tainted your reality to see good or bad. And then have you restored it back? Because once you restore your innocence back, then you walk the duality line. Everything that I do is singular is in singular nature, but I do it dual dually. All people, all of us, that's our quest for life, to get back into singularity and return our innocence, restore our innocence and go back and live life. Imagine everything you accomplish in life right now. How would it be if you weren't biased right now? A lot of us are biased through our ego. We are our jobs, we are our positions or whatever the case may be. There's a whole half of us that's completely untapped. Because it needs innocent. We need to restore our innocence to get to the other side so we can start to see the things as they are rather than seeing things. Oh, this is a bad experience of life. This happened. This, that, a third. It was when I got to seeing you get to a point when you really see life as it is what it is. You don't even have to utter it is what it is. It's not shocking. You're like, yo, this is the situation. How do you have an optimistic? It wasn't about having an optimistic outlook or a negative or pessimistic outlook on it. This was the thing that happened. Now I have to figure out what the hell to do with it. You feel me? I'm either going to mope, bitch, and moan, or I'm going to fix and solve the problem. I'm either going to be a victor or I'm going to be a victim. You feel me? But the reality of that is that I have to make the choice on that. And the choice that I have to make is rooted in whether I'm going to continue to allow my innocence to not be there and let my ego run or put my ego to the side, not even put it to the side, but let my ego face the opposing side of itself and find the duality and the find the singularity out of the antithesis and restore my innocence. And don't forget to check out Pala Cafe Clothing, formerly Justine's merch. Get all of your intricate designs crafted specifically for the melanated being to develop a positive imagery within self and to have a little bit of fun in the process. From the peace, love, knowledge, and freedom to the dead horses and water designs, all the styles are crafted for the imagery to make you feel as you're supposed to feel. Because as I always say, the best way to fit in is to stand out. And what better way to stand out than with your exclusive styles from Pala Cafe Clothing. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. That's not what I'm supposed to be saying right now. Oh, that's it. Okay, my bad, y'all. <laughs> yeah, we can go ahead and end it there, yo. That's that's <laughs> my bad. It's late. It's late. But yo, we um we're gonna go ahead and end it there, yo. Um that's innocence. I wanted to talk about that because I hear people talking about, yo, I'm innocent until proven guilty. Like, and I get it. That's what it means. I used to always ask that question. If I'm innocent to prove and get to, why the fuck you lock me up? Because innocence doesn't mean that you didn't do the shit. You feel me? It means that you have not been tainted or corrupted by this crime we're trying to put on you. That's crazy, right? Because now you're guilty of this crime. And it's not even that. You're guilty. And this is what I talk about when we talk about the chakras and why shame and guilt are so important. I mean, um, guilt is... Uh, so important as far as feelings and how it internalized guilt develops into shame because what you get arrested as when you when you get when you're no longer innocent that means that you have now been tainted by this particular crime when you're found guilty of that crime you internalize that this is who you are they make sure that they call you the crime you're a murderer 
murderer. You killed her, murderer. <laughs> I, I don't know why I was watching Power and my mother was like murderer. <laughs> It's not funny because the motherfucker died. It's funny because the motherfucker said, (laughs) You feel me? But that ties into it. Killing somebody, committing the act of killing, makes you the murderer. So when your innocence is now gone, it's like, now, here's the night. Literally, I just walked you through the first three chakras. You feel me? The first three chakras. The root chakra, the guilt, is just... The root chakra is the actual innocence itself. You feel what I'm saying? You're oblivious to... You may may be oblivious, whatever. But then once you the innocence is gone and now you can pick a side and now you're guilty from it, what you find guilt in will determine what you find pride or shame in. And that's why in so far I use the onus because onus is both guilt is is the positive and negative side of guilt. You're right. Because we look at guilt as negative, but there's a positive side of guilt, which is onus, like the things that you own. So that can lead to shame or it can lead to um pride. When you find found guilty of a crime, when we tell you that criminals are bad, you automatically internalize shame. Your personal identity is shameful. You're a murderer now. Not I shot this motherfucker. I shot this motherfucker, killed this motherfucker because my life was in danger. No, you're a murderer. You're a whole murderer. That's why they're strategic in how they word you with certain crimes. You're a thief. I steal now. My personal identity now says I steal. No, I've stolen. I stole some shit. I'm not a thief. You feel me? It's like the moment it happened. This is why they label you certain shit. You get labeled, registered as a sex offender. You get registered as things. You labeled as these things because it's like once that title hits you, that's who you are. And now your ego is now going to be infused through that. You're going to live life that either you're going to live life and accept, hey, this is who the fuck I am. Or you're going to say, this is who I no longer want to be. And you're going to spend every waking hour of your life trying to erase that shit rather than coming to terms with the piece of the duality between it and bringing it back into singularity. You're literally just going to try to write the other stream. It's wild because you have to try to absolve yourself of the guilt rather than restore yourself to innocence. The situation happened. You feel me? Now, sit with what the pieces were, the moving pieces that came together and define the antithesis of it all. And then you can restore the innocence to it. And then you can see it as an unbiased situation. But you're going to be biased behind it no matter what. As long as your ego is involved. And that's what fucks us up. That's why our inner children don't heal. A lot of people, I'm going to take my inner child for a flight. Don't is Your inner child is, better, is more than just doing things that you got deprived of as a kid. Your inner child is learning to restore your innocence. Take that next level too. Learning to see things as they are. Which now expands a bigger dynamic of, world, of the world. Because in order to understand wealth, you have to face poverty. Understand poverty, you have to face wealth. This does not necessarily mean live it firsthand. Hear me well. But whatever your ego is set for, your antithesis has to be the other side. I grew up in poverty, so it was only right that I knew about I had to learn about wealth. So I know how to get it, and I know that I never want to go back to it. Wealthy people, on the other hand, have to tell people about poverty. You have to, I have to show you the innocence. I have to restore your innocence about poverty. You feel me? Rather than, oh, it's some innovation here, whatever the case may be. It's like, it's shit that, that, so that way you don't end up here. You feel what I'm saying? That way you don't end up here. And there's those little things like that, those little nuggets and those little moments that we have to go through like that are what restore our innocence. 
or to heal our inner child. I get it. Go do the things that you wanted to do as a child, but understand that your inner child is more so your ego. It is more so all of these things that tie into making sure your innocence is right. Your goal in life right now is to restore your innocence. And this ties back in. I never finished this thought, but with depression and shit, depression helps you restore your innocence. Depression works because it's ego based. None of the shit that when we get, when we fall into depression, all we're, we're, we're dwelling on the past situation that we feel weren't supposed to happen to us because we're not learning why they did happen. Think about it. Depression is when you're dwelling on past experience that you are still trying to process and saying this wasn't supposed to happen, happen to me. Rather than sitting with why did this happen? What led to this event? Because a lot of the shit happens. We have to take our part in that shit, even if it's ugly, even if it's gruesome. You feel me? Tying it back to the shorty with the um, who had the uh, the abortion and shit. It was like, and talking to her and shit. It's like you know, she had a seed. It was like, yeah, it's you got to own it. You got to be able to take the onus on this and not have be be ashamed of what happened or not take pride in whatever it was. Like you got to be able to get to that point and you can't be biased with the shit. Because you got to see that you made a choice for yourself. Because I'm, I met another woman who had an abortion. Totally different situation. She had no, no negative feelings about it. Because she said, yeah, I fucked around and got pregnant. And I knew I wasn't ready for a baby. I wasn't not going to put a child through that. She didn't have the depressions. She didn't have the, 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 she didn't mention hearing the baby scream or cry. You know what I'm saying? Like, she didn't feel that way. Because she said, I wasn't, again, because the innocence was restored. The innocence was restored to see a situation as it is. That's what innocence is. When you see, can see a situation as it is, even if you look at it from the court perspective, that's why you have to go through the whole trial to get all of the evidence out and put everything and say, oh, this motherfucker is innocent or this motherfucker is guilty. God damn it. Throw the book at him. Murderer. <laughs> Murderer. I'm sorry. That shit is hilarious to me. Yo. Because she said that shit hard. She was hitting them and shit. But yeah, restoring your innocence, man. That's what it's about. It's about getting realigning in life and healing your inner child to get back to where you can see things as they are. And there's no fear. You feel me? When I was young, I used to, not young, but I was younger than I am now. And I used to watch my youngest nephew, well, my middle nephew now. He used to always be fearless and climb on shit. My brother's all like, yo, get down before you hurt yourself. He hasn't hurt himself yet. Leave him alone. Like you're you're speaking on as if you were doing that. Would you hurt yourself if you was doing that? Nah, but I'm grown. Okay, how you know? I seen this quote that said, "When you see your children doing something careful, when when you see your children carefully doing something dangerous, leave them alone. Don't scare them. They know what the fuck they doing. That's why they're careful with the shit." They're cautiously maneuvering right now. And you're going to fuck them up when you start yelling and opening your mouth. And, and you feel me? I just don't want them to get hurt. Now you just put the hurt in them. Hurt had not been conceptualized in their mind. But now when we go through certain aspects and our innocence starts to get taken from us as people, you dig what I'm saying? And we're starting to pull that shit away. That creates the ego that determines how we maneuver through life. 
where you were once that fearless child, you're not that fearful adult because all of life, you've never absolved the ignorance. I mean, the innocence, you've never healed it and restored the innocence to seeing things as they are. So now everything is projected as one dimensional or it's one particular side. And this is just the way life is for me. I know people that say all the time, I was dealt a bad hand. You were dealt a hand that you deem as bad. You feel what I'm saying? You can literally, pin this is why I tell y'all, your purpose is on the other side of your pain. If you decide to heal. You feel me? Being a victim of a motherfucker raised as a single mother, as a single, um, in a single parent household by a single mother without a father is like, the victim in me could have been on some, you know, I could have took the negative side of that shit. You feel me? The victor in it healed and turned the shit into books. You feel me? Being raised without a father, I figured the shit out and then told other motherfuckers how to do it. Masculinity is, is what it is because of that. Like, you see what I'm saying? It's all in when you're going to choose to take the step to say, I have to absolve myself of this. I need my innocence restored. I need my inner child healed, which by proxy is going to make my ego healthy because now my ego can now operate off both sides. And then my innocence restored because I walked the singular line. I see things as they are. So when I do things, I can infuse the good and the bad in myself, of myself in them. You feel me? I can give the dual nature that is singularity, profane profundity, profound profanity. It's, it's, it doesn't matter. I like the first one better, but I developed that because it's like I restored my innocence. Life made me this way. There's something that, that people don't get. Like, I don't, you feel me? If a deity can't take me into heaven like this and you put me in any circumstances, you're not my deity. You feel what I'm saying? Like certain shit just like I had to come to terms with that reality because my innocence allows me to do that. I see things as they are now. I see things as they are. And because I don't see things biasly, it's, eh, it was an event. Now this goes into how you have to be able to control your feelings and control your emotions and shit because that that is a part of it. Because you have to know what things can be triggered to take you out of your uh, your element and put you in a bias state. You feel me? All of this shit goes hand in hand. But the purpose of all of this was to heal. Make sure when you heal, you heal that inner child. The final piece, you'll know you heal, you've healed your inner child because you've restored your innocence. And restoring your innocence doesn't mean that you're naive to the world no more. You were never naive to the world. Children are never naive to the world. They are very observant and very intentional with the world. They feel the world. They experience the world and know the world is moving how the world is supposed to move. And they look at the world and they formulate questions. They need to know why. Because they want to remain unbiased. If they can't have the why answered, they become biased or the whys that are answered fit a certain criteria or a certain mode. It creates the bias in them. When I was growing up, when I would ever, whenever I would ask questions about God, like general questions about God or religion, I always got a positive answer or a biased answer. I never got both sides of it. Or I got, you're too young to ask that question, or that's a good question, ask the pastor, or you feel me? It's always something that was never a point of actually knowing or getting an answer that absolved the ignorance and maintained the innocence. It was that promoted the bias. So you got to ask yourself, do you really have a choice in who you are right now? Did you have a choice in who you are right now? And whether you, however you answer that, you still have the choice now because you're alive and you can make the change. Your inner child is not a child. Your inner child doesn't require you to have to go back to your childhood. 
your inner child needs you to understand and respect your ego, but then understand that you're supposed to be seeing life as is. And a simple way to fix it and heal is simply all of the things that you are biased about. Look at the other side. See the antithesis of the things that you're biased about and find the commonality in the middle. And that's the truth. I promise you every time. Every time. When motherfuckers, when opposing sides agree on the same shit, that's the truth. You feel what I'm saying? When they uh, opposing sides agree on the same shit, the truth is found there. And that's what we need to be to restore our innocence. So I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Go kiss your babies and make sure they eat their vegetables. And our kids, the innocence is not hard to keep intact. All we have to do is make sure we're knowledgeable and we're answering their whys. And we're showing them how to find the answer to the whys. Teach them early how to keep the balance between it is what it is. This could happen. You could have a good outcome out of this situation. You have a bad outcome out of the situation. But don't internalize either outcome. But when you do feel these outcomes, this is what happens. Why do you feel, oh, I'm frustrated because of this. That helps them understand their feelings, help them process shit. They're able to maintain that innocence rather than just avoiding shit because it triggers them. That's when they become biased and they only live half of their lives. You feel me? We got to make sure they're not doing that because when they're able to be in that full space and maintain their innocence, they're able to maneuver accordingly in the world and provide more fruit to the world. Rather than a half-assed tainted fruit, that may not even be the fruit that they were supposed to be presenting because they don't got fucked up and they're not even operating from the right side of their ego. They operating from the side that made their ego bad, that keeps their innocence from being restored. Feel me? We can't let our babies go through that anymore. But I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Go kiss your babies, make sure they eat their vegetables, and I'm going to see y'all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.